0: Hello and welcome to the Curator Salon podcast. I'm your host, Gita Joshi. Today I am excited to be joined by Jack Bullen from Woolwich Contemporary Print Fair. The Woolwich Contemporary Print Fair takes place in November and it's really established itself as a highlight of the London art calendar. Welcome, Jack. Hello, Gita. Thank you very much for having me. Of course. So I am very much looking forward to this year's fair. Can you tell me a bit about its background? How it's evolved over the years?
1: Yes, of course. Um, uh, so my wife Lizzie Glendinning and I set up the fair back in 2016. Um, it really was something that grew out of the uh, our gallery, Brockett Gallery, um, which we'd we'd set up a few years earlier, and um, we were trying to um, we were trying to run these sort of evenings, um, sort of you know how to start collecting. Um, and uh, we focused on print because print, obviously, just because of the price point and uh, and the collectors that um, that we had, you know, hadn't really started before, and it was a nice way to sort of introduce them to um, to collecting. But when we were running uh, these evenings, we realised there was such a misconception around printmaking. Um, you know, the term print has sort of um, sort of become synonymous with sort of uh, a sort of throwaway, cheap culture you know, uh, I'm going to just print off my boarding pass. And, um, and so there was a misconception around, around what print was and uh, whether it was a reproduction of an original uh, painting. And so we'd sort of built on these evenings uh, and then we were offered this huge space down in the Royal Arsenal, which a huge derelict building, which had quite a lot of issues uh logistically but um but that's how it sort of started because we tried to do a few exhibitions there but the space was so vast that anything we did was lost and um and at the time we sort of looked around and thought this is a really interesting um really interesting thing we're, we're doing uh, we're getting a really good uh, engagement with people and um and we realized there was nothing really out there that focused entirely on contemporary printmaking and there's such a rich background in contemporary printmaking um that we wanted just to sort of uh bring that to life really
0: amazing so you started in 2016 at the woolwich Arsenal and uh did you 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 weren't working the um pandemic years were you yes yeah you know,
1: we, we did so we um yeah the pandemic years was was a bit of a struggle so um we ended up uh, we were quite lucky with how it fell, really, because uh, I think we went into lockdown, when was it? Sort of March time. Obviously, the fair isn't until um, November each year. So we had, a, we had a sort of a long time to sort of prepare and, and decide what we were going to do. And um, we found this fantastic software called Kunstmatrix uh, that allowed you to do this sort of virtual uh, show. And that allowed us to keep going. Obviously, there were, there were many... There were issues, but it it worked really really well actually, um, and it's something actually that's uh, that's helped us uh, moving ahead. So um, we we run our online edition concurrently with our with our sort of physical fair, and then it continues for another week. So um, there's the opportunity for people to come and see it in the flesh, uh, go and then browse later when they come back, or the other way around, um, and that's really nice. And actually, it's quite helpful for us because um, we start well, when we started a few, or you know, um, back a few years. Lizzie and I would end up having to do all our curation of four hundred odd artworks from our curated hang, all in about the space of three four days, which was rather stressful. Um, and so now, this software just allows us to sort of make these um, curatorial decisions much further in advance, which is really good.
0: On that subject, can you um, talk a little bit more about the selection process? Do you have a changing panel each year to help you decide who's gonna be showing at the fair?
1: Yes, yes, so um, I'll, um, I'll just talk quickly about the model of the fair, which is something that we just have slightly stumbled on, but we feel is a really good model moving forwards. Um, so it's a 50-50 split between galleries and, um, and our curated hang. So the curated hang is made up of um, artists who apply via the open call. Uh, and then we, uh, those who are successful through the open call, we will directly uh, represent. Um, and so how it works is artists can apply, um, as, long as, you're in, as long as the work is involved in printmaking in some capacity, then it is accepted and it's original print. So we got to get quite a lot of questions each year about um, what that is. But um, uh, yeah, we have a selection uh, panel. I think we had about ten uh, this year, um, and it and it does evolve because we we want to make sure that all tastes and because uh, everything's so personal, we want to make sure that um, that that people feel they are given the fair opportunity. Um, so we so we revolve it slowly. So most people who sit in our panel maybe do it for sort of two years and then it revolves. And so we try and bring in all sort of um, people from all, uh, all, all over uh, the art world. And, um, and so we've had, you know, um, Carolyn um, von Massenbach from Bonhams, which is really exciting. Uh, Dario Lari from Jealous. Um, we've had Gavin Turk this year. So it's an ever-changing, um, it's an ever-changing group of people. And actually um, something I'm quite excited about this year that we'll be running is actually a, a prize called the Printmakers Printmaking Prize or Printmakers Printmaker um, Prize. Uh, and uh, artists who are exhibiting at the fair will actually sort of um, select the artists that, that they you know, most admire within the fair from the curated hang. And that person will have the opportunity to sit on the panel next year. So it almost gives artists um, the opportunity to sort of ha- have a voice in the fair.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, we often use this phrase an artist, artist, you know, I think of like you and Uglo and people, they're often referred yeah. to the artist, artist. So that's amazing to have the printmakers printmaker. Would you
1: like to share about your prize? Yes.
0: Yeah, so I am excited to be choosing one of the artists that's going to be exhibiting at the print fair this year to have a six-page feature in Art Scene, which is a curated salon magazine. And we hope to publish that in February. So I will be there on the opening evening, choosing the winner for that prize as well. So I think, yeah, it's pretty exciting.
1: Yeah, very grateful.
0: How many um, pieces do you show in the curated hang? Oh, it,
1: it uh, varies each year um, just because uh, it depends on sort of scale of artworks um but i think this year we've got something like uh 635 pieces something like that and it, it it ranges from from about you know uh 550 to 700 artworks depending depending on space
0: and then do most artists show more than one piece
1: yeah so sorry the, the process um is is judged on a piece by piece basis. So artists can submit um, anything from one to, I think, maximum six. Um, And then each artwork is done on a piece by piece basis. So uh, artists will um, could get in with all six. They could could get in with just one. Um, And it sort of works on that on on that basis. So I think um, a couple of people have got five in um, and a a couple, you know, sort of, yeah, sort of, you know, we've got you know people tend to have between sort of roughly 3 or 4 in uh, it, it does depend yeah
0: oh fantastic and then um for this year and i think it was there last year as well but there's more elements to the fair so you've got the curator's picks which i am excited to be invited to choose uh my selection uh who else have you got um on the curator's picks wall so we have a long standing relationship
1: with Mirabeau, um, the co-founder Jeannie will be, uh has made a selection of works and they will have their own stand uh, or little area of, of their selection uh, because they, they've, they've started up um, Maison Mirabeau, which is, um, which is when they've started collecting, bringing uh, in artworks, working with artists. And so she's, um, she's got a, a
0: beautiful display there, which will be really exciting. And then you also have galleries exhibiting there. I know Jealous are always great at doing demonstrations and really showing how um, screen printing is done and made. Um, Who else have you got there this year?
1: We've got um,
0: Julian Page is coming back um,
1: uh, and he's got a whole series of new Bridget Rileys, which is really exciting. Um, Atelier Rose Grey um, and Chris is bringing, uh, again, some um, fantastic arts, including a couple of new... um, uh, Grace and Perry's, um, Eames, uh, Oliver Projects, uh, Bonhams are, are joining us this year. Uh, Pauper's Press are joining us this year, which is really nice because because um, they um, they joined us for our sort of COVID online year. So it'll be nice to to have them join us physically. Who else? We've got uh, Thameside Print Studios, who are who are um, in, near, nearby in um, in Woolwich Docklands. Oh, and Brockett Gallery, which would be exciting. So um, uh, Lizzie and I finally, um, finally sort of um, allowed the gallery to come in uh, and um, have its own stand under its own sort of uh, brand rather than um, as a sort
0: of organiser of the fair. Amazing. Um, So you've got some really um, known, well, known galleries, but also like the printmaking workshops there as well, like Thameside and East London Printmakers, you know, they've really... You know, been associated with some really amazing printmakers that I've worked with as well. Um, yeah. Are all your, is everybody that shows showing British artists?
1: Yes. I mean, it, it's not, um, it's not uh, like, it, you know, uh, it's not set up to say, oh, we, these are British artists. We, you know, um, both the galleries represent artists from all over the world. And, and again, our, our, um, our open call. Um, we have artists who apply from all over the world. We've got um, artists from Iran, America, uh, Spain. Um, you know, just off the top of my head. So you know, it's uh, we, we, we try and um, uh, expand our reach as much as possible, and we work with print studios from all across the world uh, to try and um, promote the promote the open call, bring people in, help with um, with uh, the logistics behind exhibiting in, in other countries.
0: When does the open
1: call actually open? So it it runs from um, the beginning of May to the end of June. So it's a two-month window each year, Um, and so we will uh, we will sort of uh, announce it, um, announce the panel in advance, uh, so people can see, Um, and then yeah, there's 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 sort of a two-month gap, which gives people hopefully enough time. Although it's always rather uh, always ends up with these things, always ends up being. we get floods right at the very end.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know that's how it always goes. I often wonder if it's worth having a really short um, submission window, but I don't know. Yeah, it's always 80% at the end, isn't it? So, talking about printmaking, what, do you, what do you love you about know? printmaking? Original printmaking. Actually, why don't we explain what that is? Why don't you go ahead and do that? Oh, an original print. Mm-hmm. So,
1: how we phrase it, uh, an original print is um, something that has been conceived as a print in its initial um, initial concept. So someone hasn't produced a painting and thought, oh, well, that's that's brilliant, that's, that's, let's reproduce that or, or photograph that. So somebody has sat down and decided to make something that um, that they consider to be a print. So it could be a mono uh, a mono print, uh, mono meaning one. Um, and So it's run through the press uh, like that. You know it's it's a very broad term and it's a very difficult one to sort of try and sort of pin down exactly um but that's sort of how how we we define it
0: i've been at other fairs where they have a cap on like if you were going to show or sell prints then it could be an addition of and then they would fix this number do you have that with woolwich contemporary print fair yeah so each each
1: print is um will have uh, on it um you know an edition size, so um, so all ours are. Uh, it, it's up to the artists really, so um, to h- how many they will they will cap it at. But um, each original print should uh, uh, should be signed by the artist and then also have its edition number. So it might be uh, one of thirty five, or four of thirty five, uh, or you know one of a hundred. You know it, it can vary. On the whole. We tend to our works tend to be sort of in the sort of 30s, 40s range. Um, you know, I think when it gets to about a, over 150, it's sort of considered not to be a sort of um, a limited edition um, work just because it gets so big. And, and this is this is also down to the sort of materiality of printmaking that people might not not uh, realize. But um, to make a print, you have to you have to put this. Um, your plate or matrix um, which is what you've actually done the, the sort of the drawing you, you, you've, you've created the image on that um, and you have to put a lot of force through a press um, to get your print. And so each time whether it's um, whether it's an etching uh, which is sort of a metal matrix or a wood block which is obviously wood, um, that pressure can deteriorate your plate. So traditionally it would it be based on, what you as an artist would think that your, your image, uh, your, your matrix could actually produce. And so it's only when, um, n- now we've got to the modern era with, um, uh, with sort of uh, digital printing and things like that, that, that we've been able to expand into the higher range.
0: And the same with screens as well. Like they deteriorate after a certain number of pulls, of ink through them as well, don't they?
1: Um... exactly. And, and it's, it's also a really time consuming, uh, thing to do, uh, especially if you're doing, a, uh, say, a silkscreen with, uh, I don't know, 25 colours. That's sort of 25 times you've got to run a, an individual piece of paper through um, through the press, and um, and you know, and then if you're timesing that by, I don't know, a series of 100. That's that's quite a lot, a lot of work and time. So it also down to the artists and how much time they can uh, set aside.
0: I used to sell quite a lot of prints, um, etchings, uh, lino screen prints when I had the gallery space. Um, and it was, I just really enjoyed like having, you know, printmakers on my roster of artists. What do you love about printmaking?
1: When I was in art school, I, um, I, I, I um, always had an issue with this idea of sort of the, the artist uh, on his own in the studio, battling his demons, you know, um, on his own, uh, you know, the artist first of the canvas. And, um, and I'd gone and um, popped into the print room And it was um, and it was so wonderful because it was um, such a friendly environment. Um, There was it was sort of a a real community, um, which I think I was sort of lacking, and um, and that's just sort of really the nature of printmaking because you're always it's a sort of very much a sort of um, as as a sort of uh, yeah a a community both in uh, making the piece between. Between all the uh, all the ateliers, uh, all the people in the studios, the technicians, uh, yourself. Also, you're just having to wait your turn as an artist. And most print studios they're open access, so you have to wait your turn to run your your print through the uh, through the press. So you're getting each other coffee, cup of tea, have a chat. You watch the work go through. Um, And I love the fact that you never really actually know what what it's going to turn out like until until you've um, got it out because it's in reverse. But um, this goes further into um, it's not just the actual making side of, of the print world that has got this um, community. It also comes down to sort of collectors and galleries. You know, the, the fact that they're multiples allows people to have an engagement uh, with each other that you don't really necessarily get with uh, original, not uh, well, originals, but uh, um, with paintings or, um, or unique sculptures and, and, and unique artworks. Um, because you can um, because there's a sort of I, I find with our collectors people get excited when they've bought the exact same piece you know, um, and there's that sort of link in there you're not trying to vie for the same work that you uh, and that, so there's a sort of friendly atmosphere it also then comes down even with the galleries you know you're sort of lend you can lend works uh, between galleries um, and you can sort of share and promote each other because you might have a piece of work that's in two shows at once so it's there's a there's a really friendly atmosphere both from the collectors the um the gallerists and the artists and it sort of it makes things just a really enjoyable uh part of the art world to be involved in
0: i love that yeah i've definitely experienced that both as a collector and as uh, an art dealer you know where um, people are excited to have the same work as somebody else. And, you know, it it immediately establishes like this connection and uh, rapport and, um, you know, area of common interest, right? They're both interested in these particular artists. Uh, Jack, uh, can you share the dates for the 2022 fair?
1: Yes, so it runs from the 3rd to the 6th of November um, as a physical uh, edition. And then we, our online edition runs again from the 3rd, but until the 13th of November. So um, you could, if you can't make it physically, you can still see it online.
0: Fantastic. And this is over at Woolwich, which is made much easier to get to now, isn't it, with the new Elizabeth line?
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. So it's um, so exciting. I mean, we set the fair up. Uh, what was it? This will be our seventh edition. Um, we we were told uh, on setting it up that uh, Crossrail will be open in the next two to three years. So... Uh, this really is the, um, the our sort of breakthrough year, I think um, it's, it sort of uh, limits the journey from an hour plus from central London to only 20 minutes. So um, it's uh, it's very, very exciting.
0: Yeah, I think last year I arrived by boat. So it was it was it was its own thing, Sorry, so say, which,
1: is, which is equally uh, an amazing experience if you do come down, I, I do suggest. Maybe getting the boat back. It is an amazing, um, is amazing experience. But yeah, get the get the uh, um, Elizabeth line there, and then and then once you've had a, a fun time at the fair, take the boat back.
0: Well, I am very much looking forward to this year's fair, Jack. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. I will add the link to the fair where you can get tickets and all the details in the show notes. And if you subscribe to my mailing list, which I'll also add a link in the show notes to, then. Um, Jack's team has kindly offered some comp tickets, so you might even be able to get a couple of them. Thank you so much, Jack, for joining me today, and I look forward to seeing you at the fair.
1: No, thank you very much for having me. I've really enjoyed it.